the last time we left off, you were in the Glitterheim, the uh, gorgeous subterranean caverns with its many bioluminous mushrooms and fungus, and you were walking walking along a path towards uh, an iron door that seemed to be the goal further into this dwarven fortress. But right before you left off, you were attacked by a giant subterranean lizard. Came out from behind a giant mushroom. Mushroom lizard. You can call him that if you want. But I don't know if he eats mushrooms. I wouldn't say it to his face, just in case. <laughs> we're gonna find out. Well, you're the one. You might be able to talk to animals. I don't know. You always pull weird tricks out with this, but true. he's not gonna give you a chance to talk. Oh no. I'm pretty sure he had a little surprise on you guys. So right before we jump into initiative, I'm going to have to uh, warm up my dice. And see what one of you it might want to take a taste of. And Thorn. Nope. You're the unfortunate no. recipient Mm-mm. of a nice big kiss by this, jub- this giant subterranean lizard. So does a 17, does a 17 hit your AC? Yes, a 17 does hit. (laughs) Stay absolutely still. His vision is based on movement, probably. (laughs) It's going to do 20 piercing damage (gasps) to you. With his tongue? And I'd like you, no, it just hits. So you're also grappled. Ugh. And now you can roll initiative. Hot dang. I know. Do I roll initiative while I'm grappled? Yeah. I got a six. Um, I got an eight, but I feel like... Hmm. Wait, Thornton, how did you do? I got a nine. Okay, I'm going to use my inspiration to re-roll initiative because I want to go for this thing. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, it brought me to a 10. Oh, well, luckily, um, it was busy taking a taste of Thorn. So, Hugo, you go first. It's a weird restaurant that I don't want to go to a taste of Thorn. (laughs) A taste of Thorn. It's a new pop-up joint. So, yeah, this thing is a huge beast. Its mouth is plenty wide enough to, uh, you know, grasp around Thorn's whole torso. Okay, I'm going to use a bonus action to cast Sanctuary on Thorn. Sanctuary! Okay, what does that do? So, any creature that wants to target um, a creature that is under Sanctuary um, has to make a Wisdom saving throw. So, either with an attack or with a spell. It has to make a Wisdom saving throw, and if it fails, it has to choose a new target. Interesting. Even though it's already got her grappled okay so i guess it could conceivably i don't know i can't remember off the top of my head if you have to use your action to maintain a grapple or if it just maintains indefinitely until the other creature uh escapes. there's kind of like a, a like a follow-up like from it but it it is a considered an attack again so it will have to make that check but that'll be on its turn yeah right? so that was my that okay. was my bonus action um first level spell and i guess i'll use my main action to I guess I'll just do a firebolt on this thing. 
I guess okay. diplomacy's already at the window. <laughs> yes. I say, I'm sorry, Cass. We're going to destroy what is undoubtedly a, an endangered species here, but we don't really have much of a choice. Fair enough. I only got a total of a 10. A 10 does not hit. Okay. All right. Um, I think I'm going to shout to, um, I guess, out loud to everybody if... Like, we have that... There's that door on, on, like, the other side of the giant monster, right? Yeah, like, you were working your way down the path, and you, you're probably still a good distance, maybe a good 60 feet or so, mm-hmm. like, from that door. I think, Cass, you and I gotta occupy this thing's attention, and Thorn, go to the door, check traps, pick the lock, open it, and then we just run through. We don't necessarily have to kill this thing, we just have to not get killed by it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's my turn. That's my turn. Okay, next up is Thorn. So you are grappled. So that means uh, I can't do anything. Yeah, you can use an action to attempt to get out of the grapple. And that action can be acrobatics or athletics to, to attempt to escape. Otherwise, yeah, you're restrained. I was going to say, because I can make a... I, have, I could dash and disengage your hide, but disengage is not grappled. Okay. No. You can stab it while it has you, still. What are the things I can use to get away again? Um, it's athletics or acrobatics. I have a plus... To break I a do grapple. have a plus three in acrobatics. And he's going to have to make a check anyways again against me? Yeah, because you have Sanctuary, so if he wants to continue to attack you, he'll have to make a Wisdom saving throw. I have uh, seven health left currently, so... Um... (sighs) Yeah, so it's just that your speed is zero, but you can make attack rolls, and, uh... Or you can try and break it free. Well, Thorn would just try and stab it, so I'm going to stab it. Okay. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me... Let me check one thing. Sorry, I may need to ask for a tiny retcon. If the worded creature makes an attack or casts a spell that affects an enemy creature, the spell ends. So, if you want Sanctuary to apply to you still, you can't stab it. So, I guess your options are try to get out. Okay. And yeah, I just checked Restrained, and it says, uh, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage, so... Oh, okay. She's grappled and restrained. Shit. That's bad. Well, grappling creates the restrained uh, status. Damn. Okay. So acrobatics is my best bet then if I want sanctuary still. Yeah, try and escape using af- acrobatics. Uh, is, does eighteen get me out? Yes, it does. All right. Nice. Um, so I don't know what it is. You, you managed to twist and turn slide your way out of its jaws. Now, it says my cutting action lets me use a bonus action to dash or disengage. So, yeah, I used your action to uh, get out of its grapple, but now that you're not grappled, uh, you would have your movement back, and your bonus action could allow you to disengage, which would prevent opportunity attacks when you leave melee. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I mean, I do have fancy footwork, so if I've already made a melee attack, they can't take it, but I didn't make a melee attack. Okay, yeah. So disengage. So I'm going to disengage. And then move. And I'm going to run my 30. So you're 30 feet away now. Okay. 
And uh, Hugo, just for the record, did, are, where did you end up? Were you close to it? Or I'm assuming you backed off from it a bit. I had to be within 30 feet. I don't know where we started, but I had to be within 30 feet to cast a spell on Thorn. If I had yeah, any get that jump on that, you. If I had any movement yeah. after that, I would have backed up. Okay, so we'll see you're around 30 feet, you know, away as well. Um, Thorn Boney will go, because that's, uh, he shares your initiative to make my life easier. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Boney's pretty pissed. Do you I would imagine. Yeah. And he is gonna stab the lizard. Twelve? Does not hit. <sighs> I figured as much. Good try, though. Good try, Boney. Okay, and next, I need to know, um... Wait, never mind. I was gonna. You got the same initiative as the, the giant lizard, but uh, his dex is a negative one, so you get to go first. I'm sure, your dex is better. I assume you're talking to me, Cass, or Cass, right? Cass, okay. yes. Okay, uh, Cass is going to cast <laughs> Entangle. You're so lame. So you need to make a strength saving throw against a, a DC of 13. Oh, that one. Oh, you are restrained. Okay. And uh, 20 foot square. So whatever. I get, I'm going to say I. it's centered on you. So 20, it's a 20 foot square. So I guess like 10 feet basically in every direction from you is uh, difficult terrain now. Does that only affect enemies? Like the... the Spell itself. Because Boney Dan Boney Dan's is in melee uh, with the lizard, so would it affect Uh, Boney Dan's at all? It will, yeah, so Boney has to make a strength saving throw as well. Okay. You 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 passed. Okay. (laughs) That's it. You rolled an eighteen without any modifiers. Oh great. Alright. Well, okay, so now it's restrained. Yeah. Oh, and I'm gonna say I wait, so in, in terms of uh sorry, where we are in comparison to the lizard and the door. The lizard is between us and the door? Yeah, you're walking along the path, and he basically uh, you know, jumped out at you guys. So initially, I would say he was in five or ten feet of most of you. Um, Hugo and Thorn have backed away 30 feet, I'm assuming closer to the door, so they've probably got another 40 feet or so before, uh, if they wanted to, from where they are to the door. And... Boney's uh, in melee, so like five feet away, and Cass, I'd assume you're probably like ten feet away from where you started. Okay, so, but we are now like the lizard is not between us and the door? No, I kind of like came on the side of your party. Okay, alright. So then and I- there's, plenty of, there's plenty of space to move around. It's, it's like a, a ten to fifteen foot wide path Okay. In parts, and you can go off of the path into the trees. So, gotcha. Uh, so I, it would be easy to work your way around. I just also then want to, after I cast that spell, I would like to take my movement and move closer to the door as well. Okay. So, can it break free then of this restraint as well? Yeah, you can uh, use an action uh, to make a strength check against uh, DC 13. Ooh, roll the 19. So, that's a. So, you 24. are freed. Doke, but that took up an action. Yes, sir. And it's got a, it's got ten feet of rough terrain around it, right? So it's going to use twenty feet of that, of its movement to get out of the rough terrain, and then that'll 
another 10 feet forward. So it's, I don't think it's able to catch up. Because you, you guys all have a move speed of 30, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it'll just attempt to move closer. Still a little far off. And that's its turn, unfortunately. Okay, so we're back up to Hugo. And what, it's still 30 feet away-ish? Uh, it's only like 10 feet away from you oh, now. Oh, God. Hey, wait, when it ran, wouldn't Boney have gotten an attack of opportunity? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boney, Boney can take an attack of opportunity. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> well, there was an attempt. <laughs> he wasn't expecting it. <laughs> Fair. I don't think it sees Boney as a, as a good meal. Are you telling me a walking so it, pile of bones doesn't look appetizing <laughs> to a predator? Not to a lizard. Maybe to a dog. <laughs> yeah, the giant subterranean dog that comes later. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm gonna just... Shit, this is tough. <laughs> I'm gonna just shit. <laughs> just, this is tough. That's a free action. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get closer to the door, um, and I'll use my action to. Wait, is Thor- Thorn's not at the door yet, or is she? No. Okay. Both of you are still a good. I'll say forty feet away. I'm gonna use my action to dodge. Okay. Um, so it's that gives you a bonus against attacks. I think if he tries to attack me, he's gonna have disadvantage. Okay. Um, and I'll maintain my concentration on sanctuary. Uh, yeah, and that's that's funny. I got no good. I got nothing like super effective. I don't know <laughs> if I take if I attack yeah, you, you, it and it bites me. It's gonna it might kill me. You can still uh, take your movement though, right? And get closer. Yeah, to I the did. Door. I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That's me. Okay, so I'll say yeah. You've moved up. The um, vast expanse of this cavern starts to narrow as you get within ten feet of this door. You see. Um, now that it's a little clearer. Oh, can I ask? Sorry, can I ask one quick question? Yeah, the fun guy. Are you mad? Yeah. (laughs) Good one, actually. Yeah, that was good. Um, (laughs) The the fun guy in here, like, I I think I would ask Cass, like, are any of these dangerous? No, the stalks and puffballs are both edible. (laughs) Yes, I'm glad you remembered that. Okay, I just thought that if maybe one was dangerous, we could, like, hit it with a spell and create some kind of, like, a puff of noxious something or other. I mean, it it is a puffball. I don't think it would be noxious, but we might be able to get, like, some cover if we did Puffball mushrooms don't puff. They're just big, solid. Oh, they don't puff until they're dead. Not until they're dead and rotted. (laughs) That's, no, that's true. That wasn't supposed to be funny. Until they're dead. That's how they work. There are those little mushrooms that I always find on the uh, playground field. That, like, yeah, they have. You can like puff them. No, a a puffball mushroom. Once it's dead and it dries out, if you smack it, it will puff out a huge puff of dust. Oh, okay. But it has to be dead, dead and dry. I just know people eat them. Yeah, you can eat them while they're while they're good. Yeah. Okay, well, either way, there's... Uh, there's one called a really funeral happened. bell that you can't eat. <laughs> there's lots that you can't eat. <laughs> and there's another one called the an annihilating really... angel that you also can't eat. I no mean, way. Uh, Is that real? Yeah. What? 
Um, yeah, spot on name. Yeah, the the naming system that they have, like just by having like the absolute most heavy metal names for the poisonous yeah. mushrooms, really works. Is the funeral bell mushroom like a really pale, almost like translucent white? No, it's um, it's like a little brown, regular looking one that looks like almost okay. every other mushroom. Oh, great. That makes it real easy. Today's, well, anyways, my, enough about today's mycology lecture brought to you yeah. by... <laughs> we'll save that for the side episode. <laughs> it's because we brought up food. Anytime you bring up food, we always food go on its Foodperverts.com. <laughs> Come visit us. Get the clicks. Put my code in, foodperverts, for a 10% discount. Make sure you smash that subscribe button. Oh, my gosh. So, anyways, yeah. So, Hugo, yeah, you get closer to the door, and you, you get a clearer look at it. Uh, it's cut into the cavern wall. It's a small but strong-looking door of iron plates. It's about five feet tall and four feet wide. Uh, heavy rivets stud its surface and a tarnished silver rune, which you recognize from uh, the notes that you were provided, is Durgadin's smith mark, and it gleams on the door's rusted face. <sighs> that was your turn, and Thorn, you're up next. Hang on, she's trying to take a picture of our cat. Classic. Reasonable. Yep. He looks like he's trying to record the podcast with us. He's sitting right up by the microphone. (laughs) It's really cute. All right, I'm going to drink a health potion. I'm going to drink a health potion. Good call. And that lets me do what again? It's just, I think, it says plus three. I have three healing potions. Yeah, Yeah, 2d4 plus two, but... And then I'm going to use my movement to also get closer to the door. So yeah, you're up 10 feet away with Hugo. Mm-hmm. You can see it in detail. Okay. Boney is left behind. You know He's what? Now ways back. I just want to say, it is this very moment, after how many years, not only that we've been recording, but playing D&D, I've never known what the dodge action was. <laughs> until right yeah, now. I've never really used it, but it's <laughs> I've good. literally never used it and never thought to. Um, yeah, so Boney's way back there, so I guess he's just gonna be like, guys, and just drag his sword and chase after the lizard. Okay, so it, it'll it be slowed for 10 feet of its movement. Boney? Yeah. Yeah, because um, the difficult terrain okay. from Cass's spell is still up. Alright. So it'll take 20 feet to get out of there, and then I think it'll have another 10 feet. But that won't get it. I don't think it gets quite close enough. Okay. So he's just there. You could take another action to move right up to it. You could dash. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Alright, so dashes up. He's engaged again. If it tries to move, it'll have to take some heat from Boney. Uh, next up is Cass. So you're pretty close to this lizard thing right now. It's tried to move up closer to you. See, I was going to do something, but now Boney's in there. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to hurt Boney. How much HP does Boney have? Just curious. I think he's got full health right now. Is it more than like 16? Yeah, okay. he's got 28 health points. Alright. <laughs> just making sure. Okay, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and cast Thunder Wave at this thing sort of uh yeah i guess but okay so both both hugo and um thorn should be closer to the they're on closer to yeah, the door they're on the door yeah yeah okay yeah. so i'm gonna cast at the 
at the lizard thing, I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. Is it within 15 feet of me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, it has to make a constitution saving throw against D, uh, DC 13. Seven. Nice. <laughs> okay. Let's roll some dice. Okay, so it takes eight thunder damage. Okay. And it's pushed ten feet away. Ooh. Um, Boney also has to make a constitution saving throw. Seventeen. Okay, so he passes. So he takes four four damage um, and is not pushed. So it was 15 feet he was pushed away? Uh, 10 feet. 10 feet, okay. Okay, it's it's turn. Wait, does that put him back in the rough terrain? I guess it's just right on the edge of it, right? Just right on the edge, ah. kind of, yeah. <laughs> so now, it will have to then... Oh wait, I'm also gonna move, I'm gonna use my movement too and move closer to the door. Oh, too bad. <laughs> you guys are running away yeah it's first attack did 20 damage knocked me out of yeah, 7 health left to be, that is the only well, attack it's landed it, it doesn't love that bony danzas just stand on its tail trying to swing at it and you guys are running away so it'll change its mind from before and uh, it's going to take a bite at bony Oh, I'm rolling. Not great. Uh, 12 to hit. I believe that doesn't hit. It does not hit. No, it doesn't. Um, but luckily it has multi-attack. Oh, no. So it will lash out with its tail. That's better. An 18 to hit. Yes, it does hit. So it's going to do 11 bludgeoning damage to Boney. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's bludgeoning something that happens. He's vulnerable to bludgeoning, so he takes double damage. And it has to... Boney has to make a strength saving throw. Six. Okay. It's knocked prone. It's big long tail sweeps out in front of it. Knocks Boney right off his feet. Cool. But that's the end of its turn. And it hasn't, uh... Well, no, it, it... no, it did that to Boney, and it won't move. It'll it'll stay with Boney then. Boney. So we're back up to Hugo. Okay. Yeah, Boney only has two hit points left. What? <gasps> what happens if Boney dies? Yeah, back, there's some stuff. Yeah, she's able to bring it back. <laughs> We've got He's, it's like a legendary item. <laughs> but like, but does it have to be the same skeleton that you reanimate later? Or adding, I, I spectral. He's modified spectral. it a little bit, no. so it, it's a crazy weapon, and there's, you know, you can get into like a complicated use of it, where potentially you can have multiple undead summoned at the same time if you really like uh, work the rules. Okay, um, but I didn't think that was going to be used, and for the flavor that was developing, yeah. I basically <laughs> took that part out and put in that he's the same one that comes back every time okay. and in fact I've let him develop a little bit along along with the item. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> you use Guiding Bolt. Flash of Light streaks toward a creature of your choice within range make a ranged spell attack which is what I'm doing now. Uh, a total of 17. 17 to hit is a hit. Ooh, nice! Okay, so he's going to take 12 points of radiant damage. 
Radiant. Okay. And the next, um, the next attack roll made against this target before the end of my next turn has advantage thanks to the mystical dim light glittering around the target. Okay. So Thorn, you're up next. Go into the door. (laughs) (laughs) Drinking another potion? Potions do you have? Three. Okay. Try. Yeah, we gotta open this door. Yeah, try the door. Try the door. <laughs> I only have fifteen hit points still. So. Try the door. Okay. I'm I'm looking at the door. Okay, make a perception check. Twenty. Twenty perception check. Okay. Um. Yeah, you get up there. You see its uh, sturdy design. You can tell it's sheets of iron bolted to a strong frame. There is a lock on it, and yeah, looking at it, you can tell it is locked. Hey. It require thieves' tools likely to give a go at it. Okay, well, I have those. Uh, do I see anything that maybe looks like a trap if I try and unlock it? <laughs> you didn't get any of that with your perception check, no. Okay. You just see a sturdy lock and the hardy iron door. Well, I would like to try and unlock it with my thieves' tools. Okay, you can use your action and make a uh, dexterity check. Yeah, you can use your sleight of hand for this one. I wonder if the lizard was the trap. 19? Oh, yeah. Ooh, a 19 passes. It's pretty tough. It it was a tough lock, and it's been around for, you know, ages, if if time, if you have a right sense of time, but you managed to just break it. Nice. I'm like, hey, I unlocked it. So it unlocks. It's still a heavy door, and, and you've used up your action to unlock it. So I say it's not, not you know, opening yet, no. fully open, but yeah. All right, I just yelled to everyone. And uh, Bony is laying prone on the ground. He's going to stay there. Marines, we are leaving! <laughs> Take any action? Is it an action just to get up? Is that what it is when it's prone? Yeah, I can stand up. All right, he's going to stand up. Standing up uses half your movement. Well, he's gonna use his other half then to get away from the lizard. Well, you could use. Hey, it's gonna. You can try and bite Bony. I was gonna say you could use an action to disengage, and then use the other half of your movement. It was the action to stand up. I thought. No, half your movement. Oh, okay. So he's gonna. You half his movement, stand up, and then disengage, disengage, and then move. So that gets him, like, 15 feet away? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cass. Okay. Um, uh, I'm, what, like, probably 10 feet from this door-ish? Yeah. Uh, okay. And it's, I imagine it's going to be, like, an action for me to try and push this giant, heavy-ass door open, eh? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm going to do that. Go to the door and push it open. So yeah, it swings open, and there is a flight of stairs that you see on the other side, leaning up. Alright, so I just yelled to the rest of the party, Come on! Let's get through the doors and close up behind us! Boney's gonna be in trouble, because this lizard is uh, up next. So, um... It's gonna make an attack against Boney. 
Uh, does a 16 hit? Oh, wait a second. If it's tied, what happens? Then I make it. So the hit lands. Bony has a it's 18 damage. Oh my god. Well, he only had two left. Everything so goes he, slow he, mo, and then we hear he, mm, what you say <laughs> that you <laughs> only that you meant, meant well. well. Now, cause you yeah. did mm, what you say. <laughs> what did you say? As he shakes his jaws and bones go scattering, <gasps> the hat, crumbling the onto the soil. <laughs> yeah, and the scarf flies up in the air and slowly drifts back down to the ground before it dissipates because it's part of his existence. Oh, good. And all the bones fade away into nothingness. Yeah. I hope you enjoy your meal of nothing. He looks up, unappeased by the taste of nothing but bone ash in his mouth. He'll he'll charge forward towards the door. Takes another 30 feet movement fully towards you guys. It's not quite there, but it's coming in hot. I say, what's the matter, Lizard? Didn't like your bone meal? And then I and then I let out a really shrill scream as he charges at us. <laughs> Cass says, "Hugo, less time talking, more time running." So yeah, you, Hugo, you see the door open, a flight of stairs in front of you, leading up into the darkness. I get. Hugo runs up the flight of stairs. Bravely run away. You're next. I'm next. You're next up. I'm going up the stairs. You run bravely up the stairs, so- Cass. You're left with the door. I'm going to cl- close the door. <laughs> you close the door behind you. It's, there's it doesn't kind of... lock back into place, oh, no. but it sits snug back into in its closed position. It's, too, it's way too small for this thing to get through anyways, right? I think so. Can I cast a spell so, as well? Yeah. I'm going to cast Mold Earth, uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pile... I can deposit a whole... Uh, I can excavate a whole... Uh, five foot cube of ground and deposit it and I'm going to deposit it right in front of the door <laughs> okay yeah like it's a steel door in a steel frame so you can't warp the frame but I'll say you can mold the earth enough to like jam it up in place yeah jam a bunch of dirt in front of it how do you like this pile right. of mulch lizard <laughs> so yeah you warp the earth you can you can get a good sense that you've jammed it decently yes and, um, and then I follow up the stairs yeah you can you know, you don't hear any banging or thudding. You know, it's a it's a creature. Doesn't quite have the sentience to necessarily get through the door. So that you've done a good job. Uh, as you take kind of stock uh, after bravely running away from the lizard, <laughs> Bony has been sacrificed to allow you guys to get away. I will remember you. So you take a breath and take stock of your surroundings, and um, you can definitely tell that you've now moved into uh, a very finished area. You know, the areas you were in before were either ramshackle, where the orcs were staying, uh, old construction that had been used and abused over the years and through the battles, um, and then the, the caverns that were a lot of raw natural stone. 
but this area is clean dwarven construction, uh, beautifully chiseled stairways and walls, and um, there's no lights to see. You, you work your way up this flight of stairs. It's not too long before you uh, come to a landing. And in front of you is a small round room. Inside, you can see three cast bronze statues, almost ten feet tall. They stand on the west, north, and east walls. So left, right, and center, big bronze statues. Each depicts an armed dwarf. Uh, the left and the right ones carry axes and shields, and the center statue is armed with two axes. The ceiling rises in a dome almost 30 feet above the floor. The floor itself is inlaid with cracked, dusty blue tiles, and the walls are dressed with polished marble. There's large doors of iron-bound oak that exit to the northwest and the northeast, so uh, one door in between uh, these three statues, if you're getting a good sense of that. And from somewhere in the distance, you can hear a faint ringing of hammer and anvil. I think we should investigate the noise. So maybe whichever door is going towards this noise. It's not a puzzle. Don't know. There's statues in puzzles. That just always happens in games. Yeah, you love puzzles. Who is it that this is... It was... Fire from water. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We love some puzzles. Um... This is all... Was it Torix? Seal, uh, seal sigil that we saw? Um, is that the... The name dwarf? is uh, Durgadin. Oh, Durgadin. That's right. Durgadin. The, okay. Torik is yes, still alive. Yes, the seal was on the door that you unlocked. Yeah, Torik is the guy that we... Yeah, never mind. All right, Durgadin. Okay. Well, that's... Okay, can we, uh, I guess, I mean, Cass is going to kind of look at look at the rest of the party and confused because we were told that, you know, this place seemed to be long abandoned and it seemed long abandoned even just, you know, based on the door and the lock and everything. So obviously very surprised to hear what sounds like current work going on. Um, mm-hmm. It's probably I just guess. one of those perpetual motion things with the balls, you know? I, I don't perpetual know, motion but balls? I will take your word for it, Hugo. You're much smarter than me. <laughs> yeah, nonstop balls. <laughs> don't get too excited. They're just left and right all the time. <laughs> the left and right balls. Do you, anybody know what I'm talking about? <laughs> nonstop butt. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, that's my vote. Investigate the noise. Can we, can we like, glean behind... Is it coming from behind one of the... I guess there's only two doors, so it must be, right? You can uh, <laughs> make a perception check to try and uh, focus on where the noise is coming from. I got a 22. Yeah, that'll do it. And you, can, you can definitely tell that the sound is coming from the east wall. So your right side of the room. Uh, and can I do a perception check just on the statues? Yep, go ahead. 22. Okay. It's also a very good roll. Um, 
Yeah, taking a closer look, you can see that the uh, where the joints of the arms are, there's a seam. Like it's not fully attached. Ah. And with your high perception check, you can also see that there's scratches, kind of score marks um, on the ground beside the statues in front of the doorways. Oh, they move. God damn it. <laughs> it's a puzzle. <laughs> now the two doors, neither they don't go like just directly east or west, right? They're like kind of in the corners. Yeah. So yeah. the one there would They're be like one door the that's northeast, kind of... northwest. Okay, northeast. Well, I'll just ex- I'll say like the sound is coming from the east, so the northeast door seems right. But the puzzle of the statues. Yeah. What about the loot? Maybe. Maybe it opens a secret door that goes straight east. Maybe it opens the door you need to get into. Is there a handle on it? I don't know. Is there a handle on the door? Uh, the two doors are like, uh, yeah, just kind of standard wooden iron doors. There's handles on them. Cass is going to go just try and open the northeast one. Okay. You uh, grab the handle, and as you pull it open, uh, behind the door is just a stone wall. And then the hands of the statues swing down towards you. Oh, God. <laughs> does a 17 hit? Sure does. That's good. <laughs> Maybe you should have looked at the statues a little more. Six, six slashing damage. Okay. As if cast. The hands come down heavy, the bronze axes slam slashing into you but uh you know you're you're able to step back from it ow thorn is gonna laugh a little bit don't open the doors <laughs> <laughs> the doors are very painful uh now that you're standing at this door as well um you can still hear the hammering but you can tell it's like you know because you're looking northeast and now that you've moved up it's it's coming from the east, like behind one of these statues that just slammed its axe down at you. Oh, is the statue's pivot. Is, is Thorn giving me the same look that Candace is giving me right now? <laughs> <laughs> the I told you so? <laughs> Thorn didn't say shit. Yeah, she did. Multiple times. Roll, a, the... roll another perception check, uh, Cass. Okay. Fifteen. Yeah, okay. So, um, with your new insight, and because you actually mentioned it, when you take a closer look, the um, segment of wall behind the rightmost statue, one on the east wall, uh, there's a very faint seam. It looks as if there might be a doorway there. A doorway secretly built into the stone wall. Oh my god. If video games taught me anything, we need bombs. No! Uh. <laughs> All right. We have to move some statues! Yes, I'll, I will, I'll say as much to the group. So, there's a joint that slashes at you if you open a door. Mm-hmm. But there's scratches on the floor. Probably from when they slide from where they are now. 
Exactly. So can well, I... Well, the tiles on the floor, yeah, are all beat up a bit. Yeah. Can I try... Or is it just because when the sword falls? Can I try seeing if any of them move or pivot? Like, giving them a little shove-shove? Preferably the east one. Yeah, like, looking at it, you, you guys are figuring this out. So, uh, examining the floor, uh, you can see that in the, in the dust and debris, there's a bit of a trail uh, that would make you believe that you can kind of... There's, there's actually enough space you can, like, step behind the statue. And, and there's kind of de- debris. Now that, you know, you're honing in on it, you can see it's a bit clear. You know, it's likely you could probably get that door open without having to move the statue itself. Okay. I'm going to try and open the door without moving the statue itself. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you just squeeze back there. You give it a little shove and the door swings open. Still wonderfully built it still holds its weight well and, and I opens with ease just walking with my head held high and say Cass that's how you open a door I loosened it for you <laughs> it's a different door I cough up some blood <laughs> you loosened it for so me. through this door <laughs> <laughs> through this door is another uh, short passage of stairs leading up and you can clearly see at the end of this passage, another uh, large iron stone door. This one is carved with a scowling dwarven face. A large scowling dwarven face on its front. Didn't we have one of these in one of the earlier rooms and all it did was spit fire at us? Yeah, it was angry. On a dwarven face, though? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. Having experienced that before, can we use our perception on this door? Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. Nine is all I got. <laughs> uh, Cass is going to go up to the door and also just try and listen and see, does it sound like the, um, the metalwork noises are coming from behind that door? Yeah, you move up the stairway. As you do, you can hear the noises getting louder. It's definitely coming from this direction. But as soon as you reach halfway up the stairs, the dwarven face starts blurting out something in dwarvish. Hmm. Uh, If only we had a dwarf. Damn it. It's super loud. Do any of you speak dwarvish? Not anymore. I only know the swears. Uh, Well, (laughs) so you don't understand that it's uh, yelling... uh, Rakard, Rakard, Ish Rakard. Have to imagine that's something derogatory about you, Cass. <laughs> mm. That's all that happens. It just yells very loud. <laughs> it's, saying, it's saying, head on, apply directly to the forehead. <laughs> this is no solicitors. <laughs> hmm. I don't have anything to dispel that. Sorry. <laughs> ah, my door puzzle has stumped you. <laughs> a little bit, apparently. Well, I mean, we... it yells this out, but it doesn't yell any further. Goes back, you can... You know, you're standing in a stairwell. I'm just gonna keep walking. Yep. Walk right up. Nothing else happens. 
if I if if I take a step back and then step up again, does it say the same thing? No. Okay, so it just happened one time. If we walk backwards down the stairs, will it speak normally? <laughs> that doesn't work either. It doesn't do anything. Damn it. <laughs> will it speak normally? Like, normally. just uh, speak a different language? <laughs> Con- common is just normal. <laughs> try and go up and give it a big old kiss on the lips. Maybe that'll work. <laughs> Alright, so we go up to the door. Does, is the door look alive and sentient? No. Okay. <laughs> It, it's it's very good work in its design, but it's just a door. And does it have a handle? Uh, no. It's on like hinges. I'm just gonna try and open it. Yeah, it swings open. <laughs> wow. Maybe it was just announcing us. That's polite. <laughs> I just look back at Cass again and go, see, doors. <laughs> <laughs> Got you there. Yeah, I gotta say, like, she's kind of nailing the whole door <laughs> part of this adventure. Cass is just, like, gobsmacked, just falling in love. <laughs> no. So this stone door swings open, and before you, an enormous hall lined with ten great pillars carved in the forms of giants and dragons that support the vaulted ceiling high above. Guttering orange torches set in sconces along the walls illuminate the room, and a mighty throne sits on a dais at the opposite end. The walls were once covered with tile mosaics, but they had been smashed and defiled by graffiti. Tiny fragments of the tile litter the floor. You can see five other exits from this room. There is a small fire smoldering on the floor before the dais with the throne where six sleeping pallets lie empty surrounded by packs and supplies the sound of hammers ringing on iron comes from beyond the doors to the south but suddenly a harsh voice calls from the shadows of the pillars go back the way you came this is only warning you'll get that's a harsh voice. That's uh, That's uh, my voice. I don't know. I know the voice. Go back the way you came. What is it? Deliverance? You're not welcome here. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the harsh voice. I'm like expecting something like deep and demonic and all. <laughs> you came. That, I don't know, it said a harsh voice from the shadows, and that's what I <laughs> That was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> so good. Alright. I can't breathe. Go back the way you came. Y'all don't go back see now, my you <laughs> Don't go back. I drew this picture. I call it old gray. We'd be much obliged if y'all got out of our dungeon. <laughs> Oh my gosh, so harsh. <laughs> Don't come back now, y'all. <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> I loved that. Okay, okay. sorry. Alright, we're back. Oh my gosh, that voice was so harsh. I <laughs> 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 we should listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Please keep doing voices. 
Well, you gotta say so. I don't know. What are you guys gonna do? Cass is gonna look at Thorn and just say, Are the shrill voices the harsh ones? <laughs> oh, okay. I'm actually gonna look to see if it sounds like that someone's like hiding behind a pillar, or does it sound like it's coming out of a pillar? Uh, I will make you roll. If you try and focus in on where this voice is coming from, you can't tell. It, it, this is a really large room, and the pillars are are thick, you know, ten feet wide. Um, oh, and especially with the vaulted ceiling, the mm-hmm. voice kind of just echoes. Love me a thick and pillar. As much as there are lit uh, sconces, these pillars cast deep shadows uh, along the edges of the room. Okay. Well, I am gonna make the obvious observation <laughs> of that looks like there's another team here looking for something that we're looking for as well. If there are people, like, sleeping. Another team straight from the heart of Georgia. Yeah, but we... (laughs) (laughs) I just gathered myself. Don't do it again. Didn't we... Didn't... When you picked that lock, didn't... Wasn't... uh, He said that it had felt like that it had been locked for, Mm -hmm. like, eons. Maybe there's another way in. Yeah, and to clarify, it, it was... It was old, but I, I was trying to express that, like, this is old construction, but it was made so well oh, that even though the lock was difficult, the parts still move. She was still able to pick gotcha, it. Gotcha. There's graffiti the all over the, yeah. the tiles. But yeah, and you know from the history, like, th- this place was not only raided in the war against the orcs, um, but, you know, you've seen other people living in this, kind of reclaiming it as their own. I'm just going to walk to investigate the fire pit and to try and get a sense of who's else is here and see if that voice tries to scare me off again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you start to walk forward uh, and you hear the voice again. I've warned you once <laughs> and I'm telling you again, any further you come into this place, we have no reason to share. I would strongly advise you go back. Um, All the fire within 30 feet of me is going to turn black. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, did you use a spell? That's thaumaturgy. And uh, I'm going to say a a good reason to share is that you get to keep your life. (gasps) Wow. Okay, I was going to try some diplomacy, but <laughs> I guess we're doing intimidation. Whoa, 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 whoa. Thorn was going to try diplomacy. I always wanted him to show himself and not be a coward. Well, why don't you say something? I didn't know what you're going for. I was for. about to say something, and you just turn off. Now, now, back. folks. I feel like Enough this, this conversation is actually happening. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. So the lights go out. You guys are now cast in the shadows down at the end of the the hall where you stand because you've, you've made the torches go out. But yeah, you hear this voice. It's now, now. I think that's bickering enough. Get them, boys. <laughs> you see two dwarf-like men step out from behind pillars, except their their skin is pale. Uh, you could spot these guys. They're Dwergar. Roll initiative. Seven. Ten. Ten. What's your 
decks. More than yours. You got any uh, ferocious animal shapes you're going to grace us with here, Cass? Um, I was thinking about it, but <laughs> fucking D&D Beyond, like, <laughs> it doesn't let me look at all the monsters anymore, so I'm trying to figure out a better resource. I found one that seems like it's okay. There's just an app called Bestiary. Yeah, what's your what challenge rating do you can you turn into? Up, up to a half. Up to one half? Yeah. Okay. Here's a rundown. Ape, black bear. There's so many. Don't crocodile. <laughs> there's, there's a lot. Giant. Nothing that goat. nothing that can fly. Nothing Giant. That can fly. That's right. Go sea stop horse. right there. <laughs> seahorse. Do a seahorse. Do a seahorse. Swarm of beetles. Swarm of centipedes, swarm of insects. I mean, we're kind of getting less specific. That's <laughs> no, okay. I already downloaded it. We're good. War horse, war horse, clippity clappity clue. So wait, now that we've all rolled initiative, I just want to. Yeah, we're gonna who's actually first? Who's going? <laughs> wait, wait, but it doesn't matter. Wait, <laughs> dwar. What are they called? Dwar. Dwargar. Dwargar. They got Dwargar. Yeah, D U E R G A R. Is this even They're like? A cr- like a type of creature that Cass would be familiar with, having having grown up and existed basically uh, like only in the Feywild. Fairly commonly known, yeah. They're they're basically like deep dwarves. Okay, they're dwarves that live in the Underdark. Oh, okay. Like how there's deep gnomes. Yeah. So their skin is gray. Their their Ew. beards are usually like a white or a, yeah. or, or a, a spotted gray. Dwergar are to dwarves like what drow are to elves. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah, you see two dwarfs, these dwargar step out, and they both chant a few words in dwarvish, and holding their you know, weapons in front of them, they start growing in size. They become, they double in size, becoming large dwargar. Cool, I guess. I agree. And one of them will take his action first. And who am I going to target? Who who stepped forward? Thorin, you stepped forward, right? The most injured one, yep. yeah, step forward. Yep. And probably most most in light as well. Yep. So not only do they grow, but their weapons and their armor grow. And now you see he's holding this javelin, and he throws it at you. For a twenty-three to hit, big javelin, big long stiff javelin, stiff hard javelin. It definitely pierces my armor. Fucking throbbing okay. ass javelin. <laughs> Just... Ass javelin? <laughs> oh god! Why did you turn around? <laughs> so you're gonna take ten damage as this javelin hits you, and then. Um, the one that just threw its javelin will move across the room and uh, take cover behind one of the pillars. The other one is up next. Again, it grows to a large size, picks out a target and throws a javelin. 17 to hit against Thorn, because you're in front. Friends are behind in the darkness. 12 damage. Ooh. Can we try I... diplomacy again? <laughs> I have no health left. Oh, you go unconscious? Mm-hmm. Okay, and it will just step back and take cover behind a pillar. Next up, I mean, 
is all the tens. <laughs> so, would it be Thorn? I guess your dex is the highest. You probably go first, right? So I guess I'm doing a saving throw. Yeah. <sighs> death saving throw. Mm. Wow, first round, and I got you to a death saving throw. Damn. Do I have to get higher then? It's been a while. Ten. It's been a while. Yeah. Eleven. It's been a while. Eleven or higher. Ten or higher. Right? It's ten or higher. Well, yeah. it was a one, so it's irrelevant. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, isn't that? One. Oh my god! Is that two fails? Is it? Is, is there in that one? I think it is two failures, to be honest. Oh Jesus! Yeah, it counts as two failures. Oh, okay. So one more failure. Basically, you like took this javelin through the chest. Two of them. Oh God! I think that's what they call an Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they both hit, and you lean forward, and you're still standing <laughs> like a tripod. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I got her. Don't worry. Oh, okay, I was going to go... Or Amir, do you real good? I was going to go stabilize her, but... Nope. Leave no, that to your okay. cleric. All right. Well, Boney... Can... mode. Wait, never mind. Boney's not Boney is gone. Boney's gone. Boney also died. Oh. Okay, Kaz, it's your turn. You're down a member. Now you're down two, potentially. <laughs> um... I'm going to cast Wild Shape. I'm going to use Wild Shape, and I'm going to turn into an ape. And I'm going to run up as close to these things as I can. Like, between them and Thorn. Are they on, like... Alright, what's what's your movement speed as an ape? 30. Okay, so I'd say the room in total... It's probably about 100 feet long, and they're probably about 60 feet in. Uh, I know Thorn moved forward, so probably 30 feet in, but you would have been just at the entrance. Oh, so I can't even get between Thorn and them? You could, like, get up to Thorn, probably. Maybe a little bit in front of her, but I'd say with 30, you couldn't get up into melee combat. Oh, no, that's fine. That's fine. Let me just, like, I'll kind of yeah, just get in front of Thorn. Yeah, that's fine. Out in the open, dog? Yep. I'm an ape now, just, I'm not smart. Just inviting just inviting the javelins. <laughs> that's correct, but I'm, a, I'm trying to invite them to myself. Hugo, what's your dexterity? My dexterity is 14, it's a plus 2. Alright, you're up. Okay, um, as a bonus action, I'll use Healing Word on Thorn at second level, because I'm out of first level spell slots. Ooh. So what does that heal? Um, it heals nine hit points. The breath of life comes back to you. Your uh, death saving rolls go away. You're at nine hit points. Yeah, so you are conscious <gasps> again. <sighs> Thanks, and I will get to a point. I'll try to move up behind one of these pillars for cover. And okay. I'm going to try to cast Firebolt at one of them that I can see, if I can see any of them. Yeah, they're big and they're behind the cover. You you can see one that's got like half cover. All right, Firebolt. Ooh, that is a natural 20. Oh, oh yes. Nice. If there was ever a time for one. <laughs> If there was ever a time. 
Oh, if there was ever a time. <laughs> That's what you sounded like. If there was ever a time for one. Well, I, apparently I'm an Irish pirate now. <laughs> if ever there was a time, says I. Twere now. <laughs> Better than the southern ominous voice. It's <laughs> <laughs> right. What's wrong with the Amish dwarves? <laughs> she said ominous, I think. Oh, ominous. <laughs> how, can, how come I can hear her more clearly than you can? <laughs> He's hearing what he wants to hear. Right, yeah. <laughs> I am, I really am. <laughs> yeah, Amish dwarves. He really wants Amish that. Amish dwarves. Okay, so that's 15 points of fire damage. Okay. Okay, so we go back up to these Dwargar. And... The one that just got hit by the fireball will come out from cover and pull his war pick out now that he's thrown his javelin. He will... Well, he's not that fast, even though he's big. So he's going to have to double move, but he double moves up to get into melee combat with Cass. Uh, The other one will do the same thing. Just gonna double move, uh, move right up, war pick out. Now we go to, well, Thorn, you're up. It's your initiative. I'm gonna drink a healing potion. And I'm also. I'd maybe like run back. Yeah, I'm gonna go hide behind a pillar. Because she's. The... Thorn's not engaged, technically, right? It's just me? Yep. Well, they're kind of up by both of you, but she can use a bonus action to disengage. To disengage, you move 30 feet back. Uh, Cass, that would be you next. All right. <clears throat> well, as an ape, I can make two fist attacks. I guess I just, like... Can I make one on each of these guys? Or do I have no, to be on the same one? Hit the one that I hit. Yeah, Yeah. one's wounded. Yeah. One's fresh. All right, I'm going to attack... Uh, you, you, I think you could split them up. I'm going to attack the wounded one twice. Okay. Should I do, like, each attack at a time, or should I, can I roll them both at the same time? I might as well just roll one first, okay. see what, the, what it does. No. That's gonna be a seven to hit. Yeah, it doesn't do it. Okay. Uh, Try again. Oh, eight the second time. No, that's not much better. <sighs> okay. Um, Dice jail. Well, not much else I can do as an ape, so... Okay. I just kind of yell in its face. Okay, next in the initiative. Uh, Last time you went to Hugo, but this time, things are a little bit different. Hugo, you took cover. Mm -hmm. A little up. All of a sudden behind you, you hear a noise. (gasps) And a Dwargar, a female Dwargar, becomes visible all of a sudden behind you makes a sneak attack oh that a juicy sneak attack against you a juicy sneak attack juicy sneak attack (laughs) what a gdb (laughs) better hit uh an 18 does that hit 18 does hit oh okay first i get oh i rolled a one on a 1d6 So that's four for the base damage, and now sneak attack damage. Oh, I rolled a one and a two. So lucky. So seven damage in total. 
for its sneak attack. But it has a multi-attack. Oh, no. And it's got two short swords. So the other short sword flashes out to hit you. I rolled an 18, so that's going to hit. It's going to be like 40 damage. It's the 1d6 this time, though, but... Seven damage. That's how terrible I rolled the first time. Ouchie. But now, Hugo, it's your turn. Is this the end of Hugo Fitzmonster? And uh, after this one hits you too, it said, I warned you. So now you can tell that the, the one that just sneak attacked you is the one that was speaking earlier. I say, oh. <laughs> I say, I mean, I it's say, not my I fault. Say, I say, I say, now. I say, I say, I say. How come you hit me, I say? <laughs> I say no habla ingles. <laughs> um, uh, of course, I wouldn't expect you uh, upper earthers to understand our accents. <laughs> it's not my fault. You see, I just—it's just that everyone else that we've come across so far, we've been able to kill. <laughs> Well, this is Dwarga territory. We've been using the forges here for some time now. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I never. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, oh. Wow, this is going to go very tough, poorly. Tough spot. Yeah. Okay. Damn, we're in a tight spot. I have one spell slot left. Okay, let me just... <laughs> oh my god. I've come oh. back from the brink of death, and I almost died earlier, too. <laughs> You've been chugging health potions. <laughs> I'm barely staying just alive. Double fist in the HPs. They're just mainlining magic potions. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Requiem for a Dream. Okay. I say, you, you hit me really hard, and I respect that. But come closer, because I want to watch the lights go out. And I'm going to cast Inflict Wounds at second level. Oh, shit. Okay. So I have to make a spell attack roll here. For the love of Christ. Okay, let's go. Let's fucking roll go. Good. Roll good, roll good. Oh, 15. 15 to hits? Yeah. That hits. <laughs> My butthole is real clenched. <laughs> Thanks for that information. It's 4d10. Woo! Okay, 16 points of necrotic damage. That was a 4d10s? Yeah, I didn't roll super well. Damn! I guess, you know what? Like, he didn't roll well on the sneak attack. I didn't roll super well on the inflict wounds. Fair enough. So that was six, 16 damage? Yeah. Or wait, what did okay. I say? Was it 16? Yeah, so you said? 16, yeah. Yeah, that was a good hit. Oh! I'll get you for that. And we return back up to the top of initiative. And these two enlarged dwargars stand face to face with Cass in eight form. First one strikes out with a war pick. Ooh. 22 to hit. Fuck, Tom's rolling hot tonight. God damn. That'll, that'll do. And it's four piercing damage. Oh, wait, no, wait. He's enlarged. Six piercing damage. Okay. The next one. Good to target as any, Cass. Uh, I rolled a six. That's a ten to hit. I don't think that hits. No bueno. 
So the war pick comes down, slams the ground beside you, smashing the tiles underneath. Now it's Thorn's turn. Um, Thorn's a bit rattled. Who am I closest to then? The female twerker that stabbed Hugo? Yeah, you move, so 30 feet in front of you in the center of the hall is these two enlarged dwarger fighting an ape, and then off to one side where Cass was uh, behind a pillar, uh, he's engaged with a normal-sized female dwarger. You mean Hugo, So that's right? uh, it, probably about a, both 30 feet away, but one's off to the side, and two are dead middle. Were you even said- conscious to see what Cass turned into, or do you, like... No, I just woke up and there's an ape. Okay, all right. And she just got out of there. Um, are you still in darkness, Hugo? Am I? Mm, does that con- spell continue around you? Or was no, it, only it, where was, you it was just like instantaneous. Okay, so you're you're like on the edge of it. So I'd I, say there's so I do there's still see, light from the other sconces. Yeah, I do see him in close combat with a smaller. Yeah, you do. All right, because I'm gonna run over there and stab her. And you heard them talking as well. Okay, you run on over. Make your attack roll. If you, I don't know if she can see you coming or anything, but if you hide first, you might get a sneak attack. I guess can that's I up like to Tom's discretion. Run around. Oh, I do anyways. You though, can because you can take. You have a bonus action, right? Like a, you can use your bonus action to use a hide. If other enemy of the target isn't within five feet of the target, I get to sneak attack. No. Uh, if no other like, enemy of like no the no target. no, I have two options. Because then you'd have flanking. Because mm. you were engaged. You, now that uh, brings a question too, Hugo. You cast? Did you? You cast? No, it was in Tropic Touch. So inflict touch wounds. Spell. Inflict wounds was a touch spell. So yeah, I'm in melee. With yeah, you're. you're in melee. So yeah, you could gain a flanking bonus because it's engaged. So yeah, go on up. Make your attack. Twenty-five to hit. Twenty-five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> 14. Ooh, good. Nice. That hurts it bad, but she's still standing. Um, after Thorn is Cass. All right. Uh, the, the Dwarga that actually hit me, was that the one that was injured already? Yep. And attack it again. Okay. New D20. That's going to be 19 to hit. That hits? Yeah. That's going to do 8 bludgeoning damage. Okay. And the second one is 15 to hit. Ah, That misses. Ah. Just misses. Punched him too hard the first time, my fist. The second time just missed. (laughs) Um... So then it goes to the female Dwargar. Drinking a potion is an action, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, it has been for us. Yeah. <laughs> She's gonna... She pulls out a potion from her pocket and chugs it back. I say, hey, I thought we were fighting. This isn't half-past bloody tea time. This is get-down-to-business time. Well, you scrappy little buggos hit hard. She drinks her potion... And says a few now somewhat familiar words, though they are slightly different. She turns invisible. 
Wait. Actually, no. She can't do that. <laughs> she she can't go enlarged, though. So she gets enlarged. She already used her invisibility. Holy shit, what kind of potion was that? <sighs> she grows large in front of you. Ready to take you on, but she can't make attacks because she was busy drinking liquid. Potion. It's usually probably... what you drink. <laughs> it's probably mint julep flavored. <laughs> All right, Hugo. You're up next. Stab her knees. Toll the dead. She has to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Eh, nat 20. Oh, fuck. Uh. All right. Um, that's it then. That's all I can do. All right. Uh, you got the sense that uh, she may have been a little resistant against that saving throw. Okay, so yep, that was Hugo. Oh, so we're going back up to the the big boys. They're gonna continue trying to attack Cass. He's been tanking, taking the hits. Uh, first one rolls a five. That's trash. Second rolls a nineteen. That'll do it. Uh, so that, that'll hit with the war pick. Ten piercing damage. Yikes. That did not feel good. Yeah, I rolled a, a one and a seven on my D8s, so kind of balanced. Did not feel good. Well, Thorn's up next. Stab her knees. She's not that big, right? She's large oh, I mean, now. She can still stab her knees if she wants to, even if she's not knee height. <laughs> but I guess it's like cast sized. Yeah. You're all, you're almost a large creature. But right? I can also nineteen to hit. That hits. Yes. Eleven. Eleven damage. Big hit. She stumbles, but barely manages to hold it together. Oh, bitch. It's GDP. Uh, Cass, you're up next. Punch, 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 punch! The same one that I've been punching. Yeah, keep punching until it breaks. Keep punching. 15. I think that didn't hit last time. No. Didn't oh, get it. Second one was worse. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I, was getting, I was trying to think of a really bad boxer <laughs> to say that I was like throwing punches and missing, but I can't name boxers. Who are we kidding? Yeah, I know. I was gonna say Floyd yeah. Mayweather, but like, he, he's good, right? I think he's good. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know about sports. <laughs> sports. Uh, so uh, this female dwarger is up next. She tried to heal. She successfully enlarged. Uh, successfully got flash, stabbed. Flash her two short swords. And she's going to attack. She's going to attack Hugo. First attack is a 21 to hit. Ugh. Yeah, that'll do it. 11 piercing damage. If I die, tell my dad I said, fuck you, dad. <laughs> Second sword attack. Ooh, I only rolled a five. So that's a 10 to hit. <laughs> you fool. That didn't hit my armor class. I have All right. two whole hit points left. <laughs> well, you can make something of it, because you're up next. <laughs> this might be the dumbest thing. Shit, yeah, no, this is not going to work. <laughs> I was thinking about using my B-bomb. Oh. B-bomb. Yeah, the jar of bees. Oh, yeah. 
but we're we'd be in the radius unless I just toss it like kind of behind her. Well, you could toss it at the other guys too, I guess. That'll that'll hit me. <laughs> yeah, but you're an eight. Fine. What the bee's gonna do? Sting me <laughs> to zero. And I'm in melee, so I'd have disadvantage if I tried to use firebolt. And she's advan- she's got advantage or, or some kind of bonus against a wisdom saving throw. And I have no spell slots left, so I'm just going to drink a healing potion. Because I'm almost dead. They can try and punch it like Cass. <laughs> it has not been going well. <laughs> yeah. I think I've landed one out of five punches. What do you say? Punches. It was a 2d4 plus yeah. two, Tom? 2d4 plus two. Unless, are you using one of the um, Brock's potions? No, I'd use a good one. Brings me back up to 10. All right. And, uh, uh, nothing else for your turn there? Um, I think I'd be like, you know, firing off some quick prayers like, hey, Mistra, you know, it's uh, it's your boy, Hugo. Um, you know, I just, <laughs> we're kind of in a bit of a jam here. So if you could, uh, you know. <sighs> oh, so you're feeling it. You're, you're making some prayers. I'm just, I, I am, I'm legitimately scared for all of our lives here. If you could, you know what, like, if you could show me the error of my ways, if, you know, maybe we should have handled this whole thing differently. Um, you know, I'm still trying to, you know, make my way in the world and all that, but, uh, anywho, can't, can't personally grow if you allow me to die, so that's kind of on you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we'll see how that prayer goes, because next up is the Dwergers. Ape Cass. Yeah. Get ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, 12 to hit? Uh, yeah, that hits... Ooh, wow, okay. That, 12? That matches, it matches couldn't, my armor class. Couldn't you turn into oh, wow. an ape that's wearing metal? Apparently not. <laughs> metal ape. <laughs> 11 piercing damage. Yeah, so that's... Okay, so what happens when I go down to zero? I just revert back to me? You, you revert back to you with your health points from before. Yeah, okay. So the ape fades back into you... Uh, and the other one now attacks. That's going to be. I rolled an 11, so that's going to hit. 14 damage. Piercing damage. Okay. Okay. An initiative goes to Thorn. Stab her. Stab away. I have advantage against still, right? Yep. Cast is still in combat with you. Uh, Hugo is. Or Hugo <laughs> is still in combat with you, yep. He may be vulnerable in melee combat, but he's making some good openings for your attacks. 17? 17 hits. 12. 12 damage. You can describe your kill. <laughs> no, I am so pissed off. And uh, What did she say to me again? That I'd regret it? If I took yeah. another step. So like, who's regretting it now, bitch? Something like that. And I just stab her through the heart. <laughs> she uh, shrinks back down to her original size and and uh, crumples onto the ground. I am not Next. happy we took this job. <laughs> Next is Cass. Your friends behind you have uh, alleviated their threat. You've still got one pretty heavily wounded and one fresh enlarged worker in front of you. Okay, so, question. If I, while standing right in front of these 
guys, if I were to turn invisible, if I'm invisible and I try to leave without disengaging, do they still get an attack of opportunity? I wouldn't really think so. As much as they know you might be there, it would be pretty tough to try and make an attack. So I'm just going to say no. Now, I don't know about casting a spell, like in melee combat, though. That itself might trigger. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> All right. Shut I'm up, going Tom. to. <laughs> I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. I'm going to cast Thunder Wave at these guys. So they need to make a Constitution saving throw. Uh, constitution saving throw. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Um, do both of them have to make it? Yes, they do. Okay, the first one fails. Let's say that's the wounded one. Second one. Uh, this is a con? Yeah, against 13. Uh, so, yeah, I got a 16. Okay. So. First one's going to take nine thunder damage and get pushed 10 feet. Uh, thunder hits it, it's pushed back, and it shrinks to its original size, dead on the ground. So second one will take four damage and not get pushed. Um, and then... Oh, the second one was the one that passed, though, right? Correct, yeah. So it takes half damage. I just rolled one okay, damage. Yeah. Like, I just rolled one damage for both. I figured that yeah, that's cool. made sense, because yep. it was the same spell. Um, okay, so it gets hit, but it doesn't get pushed. Doesn't okay. get pushed, yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to use Hidden Step, and I'm going to become invisible, and then I'm going to use my movement to go around behind this guy. Okay. Uh, you killed him. <laughs> you killed Garrett. You'll pay for that. As much as I want to, I don't say anything, so I don't give away my location. <laughs> so that was Cass. Next up is Hugo. Thank you, Thorn, for... Or should I be thanking my goddess? Wow, who just saved me? It's so hard to tell. <laughs> what is free will even? Anyways, thank you, Thorn, for saving my life. <laughs> Did you say what is free will even? <laughs> no, that's a movie. No, a movie. surely it would have made more sense for me to say what is free will. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> I'm gonna toss toss a firebolt at the remaining Dwergar. Okay. Taste my pain, bitch! Oh, I miss. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Streaks off into the distance. Oh, man. So we're back up top. It's only one left. Okay. Well. So it doesn't know. The cast is gone now. Uh, you shot a fireball at it, Hugo, so it's going to charge up to you. Typical. Take a swing. Oh, a nat 20. Oh, hey, wait a second. Oh, no. Wait, 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 wait. So. But no, you weren't engaged with him. But I just went in behind. You were behind him. You were within melee. So what are you thinking? I'm thinking I would get an attack of opportunity if he runs away. Yeah, you can take your attack of opportunity, but. That'll give away my it's, position. It's, well, you'll, I think you lose invisibility when you attack. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. But you can do that, but it's still going to go ahead with its action after. He's the only one left. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to do it. Do it. I'm going gonna, gonna, yeah. to swing my uh, uh, quarter staff. Okay. 
I'm gonna swing it two-handed, two cause I don't have shillelagh on it right now. 12. 12 doesn't hit. So you swing, but it doesn't notice you, even though it does make you drop invisibility. Runs up, gets a crit. It's enlarged, so it's doing extra damage already. Mm-hmm. And like full God. damage. And- so it's enlarged damage is 2d8 plus 2. So max would be what, 18, and then it rolls. God. I don't think your goddess is saving you. I rolled two sevens too, so I think that's 32. Oh my god. So what's the rule on instant death? Like, if... <laughs> yeah. It's it? If, if it's, it, it's double your... If it... If you you take the numbers to, like, get down to zero, and then I think if it does... If it does equal to your max once you're at zero. I think that's what it... I think it's equal to your max. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't quite get there, but oh. it was close. <laughs> I am at oh. zero. Oh, my God. I just see him walking up. I'm like, look at this asshole. Yeah, Don't you it, know that I have divine... <laughs> if the remaining damage equals or exceeds your hit maximum. Oh. Yeah. So. <laughs> you, you were in the neighborhood. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you go down from this massive strike... Uh, and it eyes, I guess, Thorn close to you. But that's the end of its turn. And so next up is Thorn. You're next up. If I give him a healing potion, does he come back to life? Yep. All right. So um, can he butt chug it? <laughs> you just like feed it to him. You don't have to go in the butt. That would take longer, <laughs> I'd <have> say. To. <laughs> but I'm still chat. hearing that I can. <laughs> Okay, I'll make you roll a check to pull his pants down. Oh my gosh, no. I'm going to feed him a healing potion to return the favor. Okay, 2d4 plus 2. You good there? Who's rolling? Sorry, I thought you were rolling. You you roll, isn't it? Because I gave you the potion. Sure, it's it's your healing, so you can be responsible for the rolls. (laughs) All right. Oh, I'm back up to six. (laughs) Okay. Gain, gain consciousness as this giant dwarger still stands above you. How long was I out for? I feel so well rested. <laughs> Did you get your spell slots back? <laughs> um, um, unless there's anything else, Cass is up after you. Oh my gosh, yeah, Cass is going to have to go. Run and stab. Alright, Cass, you gotta make something happen. I am going to cast Flame Blade. And I'm gonna run up and try and attack this thing with my flame. I know you said blade. flame. I know you said flame blade, but I heard blame blade. Flame blade. <laughs> <laughs> it's all your it's fault. Oh, the guilt damage! It's killing me. I thought you said lame blade. <laughs> like I was just made out of styrofoam or something. <laughs> yeah, that's for LARPing. All right, it's sixteen. Sixteen to hit. Yeah. That's a hit! Yes! Okay. Uh, That's going to do eight fire damage. Okay. And that's it. (laughs) And then, as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Shillelagh. Nice. Uh, Hugo. Okay, I'm conscious again. Run. Um, This thing's flanked now, right? Because I'm engaged? Yep. No, I'm not going to run because it'll take a swing at me. Uh, I will get to my feet, and I will use Toll the Dead 
So he has to make a wisdom saving throw. 17. Oh, damn it. Yep. Come on. He passes, so nothing happens. Goes back up to him. He's got a few targets around him. I said, hey, <laughs> asshole, you're not done with me. No. I'm gonna roll a dice. Roll a dice. Ah, uh, he goes for Cass. We got a 19, so that's a uh, 23 to hit. Yep. Yep, that'll do it. All right. 12 piercing damage. Ooh, yeah. I'm real unconscious now. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, if he's just going for a total party kill here, because we've all almost died now. There's <laughs> only one left. He's injured, but he's taken down another one of you stubborn pl- adventurers. Uh, Thorn, you're up. I have no more healing potions, so I can't help you. But I am going to stab him. <laughs> and he's flanked still, because all of us are there. Help me by killing him. Um, yeah, Cass went down, but Hugo, you're still in melee, aren't you? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Sure am. Okay, so then, yep. 19. 19 hits. Mm-hmm. 13. Whew. 13 damage. It barely holds oh. on to life. Uh, Cass, you're up next, <laughs> so you have to make a saving throw. Don't get a one. <laughs> you know what? All this time, all these fucking swings that I took and missed, I, f- I keep forgetting that I have inspiration. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, oh, that's a seven. Okay, so that's one fail, and we go on to Hugo. Hugo, can you get the job done? It's bloody. It's got open wounds. It looks like it's barely holding on. It's resisted the spells you've tried to cast. And things with a check. Did I get the same vibe that it was like a little bit stronger mm-hmm. to that than normal? Yeah, it, you're, you're starting to understand that these things might have a natural uh, resistance to saving throws against spell effects. Hmm. Okay, question. Mm-hmm. A ranged spell attack in melee has disadvantage, but he's yep. flanked. Does that negate the disadvantage, or am I still at disadvantage? Yeah, we'll say that negates. That makes sense to me. Saying, yeah. Okay, yeah. Firebolt! Uh, it's a net one. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. 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 Yeah! <laughs> it laughs madly! And it's its turn again. I'll turn you all into smudges on the floor for this. The Dwarga will avenge our deaths. It swings out. Jeez, so many juicy targets. It's going for Hugo. You just tried to blast it with fire. Yeah. Nat 20! Oh my god! Oh! Okay. So the 2d8 plus 2 is full, so that starts at 16. I just drop my rapier and walk out of the room. <laughs> Don't do that, I'll get an attack of opportunity. <laughs> 23 damage. Total of 23? Yep. Okay. Better than the 30-something right. last time. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, and that's its turn. Thorin, you're up. I'll stab it again! Stab it again! 
Now you still have sneak attack because none of your allies are conscious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so now you're the only target, so you get your, like, dueling thing, so... Now you don't get advantage, though. So you just get one die to hit, but if you hit, it'll be a good one. 19. 19 hits! I'm gonna tell you now, it only had one health left. Okay. So, you're gonna kill it. Yeah. But I am the only conscious person left in this entire situation. Yeah, the last Dwarger falls, shrinks back to its original size. The room goes quiet, except for those faint sounds of hammer and anvil still uh, ringing, kind of traveling through the stonework of this room. Well, this two companions lay unconscious on the ground by the bodies of these fallen Dwarger. Uh, I loot Hugo. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Hugo, roll a death saving throw. <laughs> and she loots your body. That one. I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> oh. You rolled in that one? <laughs> Hugo? I was only like, if she doesn't go to get you up, then it would take time and I'd make you roll. But what are you actually doing there? Wait, but did you just say you rolled in that one? Yeah. Saving throw? So that's that's two fails, but it's, it still has one more. I, I don't. I, <laughs> no, what do you what are you actually doing, Candace? I don't, ha- I don't have anything. And I, you can use help can actions to like us. stabilize your friends. Yeah, I'm stabilizing friends. How do I stabilize? Okay, you quickly quickly stabilize them. <laughs> so you um yeah you managed to wake them from their unconscious yeah. state. Uh, you guys are shaken and heavily injured, but the the room is quiet for now. How many times did you die, Hugo? Twice? <laughs> oh, God. So she says to you when you wake up. What, am I alive? Oh, God, just let me die. <laughs> this is a worse beating that I just took than when the, the North War Gentleman uh, Society of cro- Crocketeers no, uh, beat the Sea Ward... Uh, principles in a, in a spirited game of, of uh, croquet. Oh my god. That's how no. bad it is. Oh god. Right? Right, guys? No. This was a horrible idea. Why are we here? <laughs> well, guys, yeah, I think we're gonna call it there in the, this giant room. Half dead. You know, there's five, do- there's five doorways that lead from here, but they're all closed. How many sleep room is secure for now. How many what? How many sleep socks were around the fire? Six of them. Oh, no. <laughs> so there are three available ones now. <laughs> and uh, about why we took this job, um, well, you know what, Thorne? I skipped a lot of class, but I did retain some knowledge from school. Let me tell you something about a little thing we call the sunk cost fallacy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Come this far, we might as well finish the job. I mean, by the looks of it, you guys are closer to the forge than you've ever been. Uh-huh. Closer to death than we've ever been? Closer, yeah, I agree. Closer to death. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Can we level up somehow? But you made your way through. Can I go back and farm some XP before I go forward? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go beat up those go... mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Should we have taken on the lizard? I don't Fuck you, puffball. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that you know, definitely led to some of your disadvantage is that Boney wasn't there. You're basically down a, potent- a party member. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Could you have blown your whistle? 
Is do we have a bony on deck? Like no, do we I have think a bony I have standing to, wait, by? Don't I have to do something. There like, is. There, so it's. Is I think it's seven days recharge. <laughs> seven days recharge from, from the when last you time. cast it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's from the last time you cast it, mm-hmm. and then she can maintain its control for as long as she wants. Yeah, bony's been around so, for more than a week for sure. Yeah, so you would be able to cast bony again. Fuck, we should have brought in a bony. Like, how do you recover from that? You're, you think you're ambushing people, and then they have a surprise skeleton? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the middle of combat, surprise! summoning him? That would be interesting. Oh, my gosh. That was but yeah, it seems like that uh, giant face doorway gave away your position, so these guys were ready for you. And the whistle, I imagine, just sounds like the John Cena entrance music, so it's like, it's just fucking ba- hype when ba- he shows ba- up. Ba- <laughs> ba- it's not there yet because he hasn't. He doesn't have invisibility. <laughs> oh man! Because you can't see. You can't, can't see. see John yeah. C. No, I got, I got it. I got it. <laughs> the best jokes are the one where you have to say the punchline. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to explain oh, it. You can't. It doesn't. It the hand in front of the face doesn't translate <laughs> through, through. Yeah, or you're not on video call. Yeah. I'm just I'm sitting here by myself doing it. And, you know. I thought you mean because Boney's uh, hand is like basically half transparent. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it was the bludgeoning damage too of the tail whip that really got him. Damn it! All right. Ba-da-da-da-da-da. Good job, guys. That was a, the toughest fight yet. That was but you made it. Terrible. That's one of the toughest Straight fights I've had through. in a long time.